I'm Miriam. And I'm Elise. Two friends bound by the love of books. Taking on the world one chapter at a time. This is the Bookbound Besties Podcast. Hey, Bookbound Besties! Welcome to episode 6.5 of season one of the Bookbound Besties podcast. Today, we are giving you our second bonus episode of the season. We don't have any others planned. We are talking about Fourth Wing, chapter 16, from Zayden's perspective. So the first bonus episode was chapter 9 from Zayden's perspective, and this is chapter 16. Yeah. And this chapter did not disappoint. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was funny because I knew we were going to do this. Yeah. Reading chapter 16, like the, the original version of Fourth Wing, I was like, I knew we were doing the bonus chapter. So I knew that like Zayden's POV was coming and I was like reading it and I was like, this is a perfect chapter oh, to I have know, his, right? like, I want to know What's everything. going on in his like, mind? Yeah. Cause yeah. like, oh, just every, when he loses his cool, like just, I knew it was going to yeah. be a good one. I knew yeah. we were in for a good one. I, like, I already feel my cheeks like hurting from the giant <laughs> smile on my face and like, it's, it's going to stay there for the next yeah. like half hour. Yeah. <laughs> I know it. So good. Okay. Let's get into it before we okay. get carried away. Synopsis. Dane accuses Zayden of interfering in threshing. So Zayden goes for the kill, exposing Dane for the ass that he is. We see that Zayden's attraction to Violet has only grown more intense and that he now has even more reason to be protective. It takes all his strength to only stand by and watch as Dane plants a kiss on Violet. <laughs> Just oh my the gosh. synopsis. I'm I know, so excited. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Okay, as with chapter nine, as with the chapter nine bonus content, we don't have a pre-chapter blurb, Mm -hmm. but who cares? Like, we just want to get into it. some good stuff. We've been in Zayden's gorgeous head, Mm -hmm. and we just want to get back in there. So, all right. So, the chapter starts out with Dane is accusing Zayden of changing the outcome of threshing. Yeah. And actually before that, he's observing the Dane-Violet interaction. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm going to stay out of it. Mm -hmm. Dragons don't lose sleep over the opinions of sheep vibes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But when he notices that Dane grabs her, I pointed this out in our normal discussion, Mm -hmm. like our normal episode, that this is a really aggressive move on Dane's part. And And his alarms like go off right away. He's like, like, what the? Yeah. 100%. I hadn't even like thought about that the first couple of times I read this book. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't, even on the third time around, I didn't put two and two together that Dane is grabbing her really close to her injured arm, Mm -hmm. but Zayden notices right away. And this is what spurs him into action. He's like. He's hurting her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then right away again, like he did last time, like mental shields slam down, down. Just like nobody's going to mess with me. I need to deal with this. Yeah, exactly. I've just felt so vindicated mm-hmm. when he goes, please give me a reason to beat the pompous codex loving shit out of him just once. Yes. Like he's so, he's at the end of his tether with yeah. Dane, as are we. It was just awesome. Also, actually with the whole mental shield thing, uh, he says it's also to keep Dane out. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. That's the whole purpose of it. I always thought it was to keep Sigail out. Oh, well, not really because she. I mean, he ends up talking to her. Yeah, he yeah, talks yeah. to her the whole time. It's really for it's really for Dane because Dane. Dane's signet power is mm-hmm. being able to retrieve right. memories, so he wants to protect his memories. Right. We don't know why yet, but. Well, yeah. we know he's up to something. He's definitely up to something. And we get another glimpse, you know, as he's approaching them of his relationship with Sigail, and it's very motherly, and I love it. Like, she's reminding him, like, it's not worth it, you mm-hmm. know? Just, like, don't don't let him get under your skin. I just can imagine your mom, yeah. you know, like, when you're 
I don't know, I guess like even like when I was in high school and I'd like talk to my mom about stuff that happened to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, well, actually that's not true. My mom's, <laughs> my, mom, my mom got like mad with me. <laughs> but like what my mom should have done was be yeah. like, don't worry. It's yeah, fine. yeah. But it's funny because like we were talking last episode, like Taryn became this like protective dad. And yeah. then you have Sagal, like, who's like just like. Yeah. yeah, it's a cute little family they've I got know, going. I know. <laughs> like a bit incestuous, though. <laughs> well, they're not actually related. So. Yeah, yeah, thank God. As Zayden is taking an inventory of all of Violet's little, like, bobos, he has to control himself from checking her out properly. And I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I just, like, I really wonder. This is, like, a guy written by a woman, right? Yeah. And a lot of other times you get a POV, like, I'm thinking of Crescent City, I'm thinking of Silver Flames in particular. Mm-hmm. When you get... Like, I love the way that, like, the guy's point of view is, like, referring to the woman. Yeah. And I just truly wonder if if guys really think like this. And I, I have a feeling they don't. No. But, like, will, it's nice to dream. I'm sure, like, some sometimes, yeah. But I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a, it's a romanticized view of what men think. think. I'll go with it. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Zayden properly looks into Violet's eyes, he notices that there's like fear in them yeah and Zayden thinks that it's fear to for Dane for Dane yeah to protect Dane exactly but what we know because we've read the chapter from her POV is that it's actually fear for Zayden because Zayden did interfere like whatever Dane is accusing him of Dane's kind of got his finger on the pulse like he knows and now they're just kind of trying to cover their tracks and explain away like what actually happened I know but I mean I mean, I know I was saying, okay, his presence was interference. Yeah. I, and I, it was. Yeah. But like, and he didn't actually interfere because he well, wasn't given the chance to. He was going to. Was going to, yeah. But he didn't. So the, technically, technically no rules were broken. Well, he did speak to the bullies. So maybe that could be considered interference. Yeah. And he did warn Violet of the attack. I th- was it Orin or Tina Tynan who was attacking her from behind? Somebody was attacking her from behind yeah, and he yelled and he out. Yeah, he it. Yeah, so in that part he did interfere like directly interfered there all of it was kind of interference I just don't know what like the codex hard line is yeah I don't know either I think it's up to interpretation Mm -hmm. so Zayden calls her and he always has like these really funny ways to refer to her but Mm -hmm. he calls her a pint-sized morsel of straight-up arsenic (laughs) and I like what a call out I thought that that was so funny and such a clever and unique it's not even an insult. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I just, I also love that, like, he never sees her as breakable. Yeah. He sees her strengths. And, like, anytime he comes up with names or, like, violence like that, like, anytime he is thinking about her, like, he just looks at her strengths. And, yeah. And never looks at her as, like, something to, like, who cannot protect themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you think about he has Imogen, like, train her, mm-hmm. it's, it's not from a place of having been resigned to the fact that she's weak he's like okay this is a this, weakness but we're just we're gonna work on it and that's this all. is like, the problem this is the solution absolutely. very much like the way violet thinks because she's true. like these are my shortcomings this is how i'm gonna work around them yeah. like they're very practical and they take action yeah it's, it's true it's yeah. a good point it's a nice compliment they they compliment each other in that they way they do yeah. they do i also noted his priorities are in order like he knows violet almost died but dane is more concerned about the rules and like for him, he's just like, dude, like, where are your, mm-hmm. where do your priorities lie? Like, where, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was just, again, a very clear demonstration of, like, who these two men are and yeah. what they're willing to do for the people they care about. And yeah. I just think that that's 
really important. Mm-hmm. When Zayden is having this emotional outburst, mm-hmm. an argument with Dane, mm-hmm. he's pretty much throwing Sigal under the bus for having involved Taryn. And mm-hmm. Sigal's having none of it. She's like, you did not just drag me into this. Yeah. And she's like calling him out about getting emotional about Violet. And now I'm just a pile of literal mush. <laughs> because Zayden says that in one second on that field, my attitude toward violence changed from maybe I'll kill her or maybe I won't to protect her at all costs. Yes, I know. It stuck with me. I just like, I am a hopeless romantic. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so amazing. But then he's like, oh, it's not because she's amazing. It's because of Taryn. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, but that's not true. Like, I feel like he, like I was saying last episode as well, like he just keeps, he's using it almost as an excuse because he's not like admitting his full like, Feelings, feelings for her yeah like yeah, he's in denial about the situation or still kind of conflicted about the situation yeah. but like now that he has to protect her because it'll come back to him like be, through taryn through sigil it's kind of just like an excuse like it's yeah. it's, it's, it's he's possible a little, deniability yeah he's allowing himself to care now about yeah. violet I under guess. that guise yeah i guess but like i see red through you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then he gives this, like, little speech about bending the rules, and Sigail's commentary and all this is just top-notch. Like, they argue mind-to-mind, and when she goes, let's not embarrass each other by letting you finish that sentence, it's like, wow, I want a Sigail in my life. Like, <laughs> I love to be called out. I t- tell these all the time. Yeah. Like, my siblings make fun of me all the time, and it, like, makes me so happy. I love it when people – it's – I know it's super yeah. bizarre, but – I just feel so seen when yeah. someone, because when somebody can make fun of you, obviously like in a joking and lighthearted yeah. way, not yeah. in a mean way. No, but when, it, yeah, when a joke is made at your expense, but it's because the person sees the true you, yeah. it's the best. Yeah. Like it is the best feeling. So there you go. So that's why I want to say Gail in my life because I want somebody like in my head doing that. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I was saying like, oh, I wouldn't want anyone in my head. Like there's enough thoughts in my head, which is like true, but the way what we've seen with the dragons between Taryn and Sigail, like, they're such nice voices to have in your head. Yeah. Like, positive influences or yeah. just, like, a joking banter. Like, yeah. it's like, you know what? Maybe it's not that bad. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> I would take it. Then in a show of utter male dominance, Zayden orders mm-hmm. Dane to answer mm-hmm. him. And I will never get over that. Like, we've established there are things that are acceptable mm-hmm. in books that are not acceptable in real life. And, mm-hmm. like, this utter dominance is, whew. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, it's like, it's to show Dane's true colors to Violet. Yes. Because he's like, she needs to see this guy yes. for who what he really is. Yes. Like, Zayden sees it. Yes. And like, he kind of camouflages his intention behind this as like, oh, this is like to protect me. And yeah. Because we're but, like, together. But it's really not because no. he's jealous. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> and when he says, Zayden says that the pained look on Violet's face is as if someone shredded her favorite book. I'm like... The, again, he because sees he sees her, just the fact that that's the remark he chooses to make. It's like, yeah. you get her so well. I know. I know. Uh, it's great. They walk away, mm-hmm. and they're still arguing. And now he's kind of taking inventory of their surroundings, and basically he's acting like a human shield around her, like steering her away from the path of collision. Mm-hmm. And he thinks she'll stand up to three armed bullies to defend the smallest dragon, but she won't watch where the fuck she's walking. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, again, he he's... He's frustrated with her and stuff. But before before they walk away, yeah. uh, he feels guilty. Like he does he does the thing. Yeah. He makes Dane admit it. Yeah. And seeing the look How on, it impacts on, her. He feels guilty. Which mm. like only strengthens how he feels about, about her. her. 
because he's like, I never feel guilt. Like, what, yeah. what is this? Like, she's she's stirring up feelings in him that like he just has never felt before. And it's like, we like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then they walk away, and then she, he's like helping her do- dodge. Yeah, exactly. Humans. Like the humans and people <laughs> landing and whatever. And then he he stares into her eyes and notices that the blue in her eyes is highlighted now that she's angry. Side note. That is so cool. Yeah. I want my eyes to, to change, change cut, on yeah. your mood. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then Sigil is like, oh, who's getting mushy now? <laughs> <laughs> but the whole time, like, he notices, like, her eyes, her lips, like, everything, all the little details. Her butt. Like, her butt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. The attraction has only, like, gotten more. I oh, think. for sure. Yeah. For sure. I think that it's the level of description is so much more thorough in yeah. chapter 16 from than his it point was of view than in chapter in nine. nine. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, part of it, too, I think is, like, wanting what you can't have he hasn't fully admitted that he i guess wants her like he's well he knows but like the he's fact not letting that himself he's not letting him get there but like the fact that he can't have her because he has decided to put up that wall is only making it worse yeah for sure I feel like in this chapter we're getting a real parallel like you were saying before about the relationship with Violet and Taryn and mm-hmm. the and the relationship between Zayden and Segale, mm-hmm. like both humans are being called out for their feelings yeah, and like for masking those feelings with something else. And I just think it's really yeah. funny that like they are behaving in the exact same way and their dragons are behaving in the yeah. exact same way. I'd love to see like the conversation between Taryn and Segale. Yeah. Like just be, be like, oh, oh my God, these kids. These kids. Like, <laughs> why won't they just admit it to themselves? I know. Like, I know. Um, and, but Zayden's having none of it. He's like, I, this is no, mm-hmm. like, please not, please don't. And he sh- threatens to volunteer for the cold weather missions. <laughs> and she's like, rude, just because you can't control your hormones. Like, yeah. shouldn't mean that yeah. I get uncomfortable in the cold. I know. And I just like, she's so, so sassy good. and I love it. Uh, their banter was great. And then at the end of that, tail end of that, he says, she will be my downfall. Foreshadowing? That is, much, that is how much power she has over him. Well, I mean, she did say, he did say when they were sparring Mm -hmm. about how she had that extra weapon in her arsenal. Then Zayden takes a good look at Violet and he catalogs her qualities. And he Mm -hmm. said, he notices her soft skin, her sharp mind, Mm -hmm. her fierce temper. She's deadly with a dagger and she's brave to a fault. And I'm just like, he sees her, he sees her, he sees her. And I just, sometimes I, call me crazy, but sometimes I like ask Justin, like, can you just say nice things to me? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, like, if I'm feeling down or, like, whatever, if I'm emotional, yeah. I'm just like, can you just, like, say nice things? Yeah. So words <laughs> of affirmation is is your thing? Usually it's acts of service. Okay. But every now and then it's just, like, oh, I hit a nice mood thing. and I'm just like, I just need to hear nice things. <laughs> Tell me why you love me. Yeah, exactly. I'll be like, how much do you love me? <laughs> I'll be like, oh. <laughs> this again. Ooh, that's so funny. <laughs> After... Taryn and Andarna come back to await the decision of whether Violet will get uh, to keep both dragons. Mm -hmm. We get another glimpse of the Zayden and Garrick relationship. And Garrick is actually so funny. He's so funny. He's, like, making digs at him the whole time. Yeah. Like, Garrick sees it, too. He's, like, dude. I know. But he's, like, oh, I've seen corpses more fine than than you. And it's just, like, called out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. And, like, Zayden the whole time is just, like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. It's so good. It's so funny. It's a great dynamic. Yeah. Then we get this really juicy piece of information because we get the visual of the bond between Dragon and Ryder. And we find out now that Zayden also has a bond with Violet and with Taryn. So this is going to be interesting. 
Because right now, the bond that he has with Sigil allows them to talk mind to mind. So yeah. what does the rest of it mean, you know? I was like, what? Like I was sitting there reading and my jaw actually dropped. I was like, oh my God, they have a connection. Like that's so cool. Um, yeah, it, it was very, very uh, exciting info. And also mini Akatar spoiler. Mind Reese, to mind. Reese and Farah. Yeah, absolutely. So Zayden now, you know, he he's watching everyone around him. He's talking to Garrick. And he comes to the realization that he cannot physically be with Violet all the time. And we see this really interesting dynamic between Zayden and Garrick because Garrick is like a little feminist. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Here's to Garrick, our emotionally mature and feminist king, because he's like... <laughs> he's like you know like she can protect herself like you don't need to have somebody like watching her all the time but he's like but if you insist everyone likes Liam so I'm sure it'll be fine yeah and Zayden gets jealous of Liam and Liam is like his brother like they grew up together and Garrick sees it on his face right away and he's like don't worry worry. he's he he won't sleep with her yeah (laughs) it's fine exactly (laughs) which probably actually only pissed off Zayden more probably but I'm just like can they just get together already because Violet is jealous of Zayden and Imogen, yeah. and he's jealous of her and Liam, mm-hmm. even though, like, they haven't even... Had that connection yet. Yeah. Like, I know. I don't know. I just think Garrick is so smart and sensitive, and he already knows that Zayden has it so bad for Violet, and he's like, don't mm-hmm. worry. Like, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And then he sees the whole exchange of Dane, Dane with the Rebellion Relic, and I don't know how to describe this conversation, but it actually feels kind of like a conversation girls would have. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, in the best way. Yeah. Where you're just, like, let's say we're together. Yeah. And I see the boy you like. Yeah. And he's, like, behind you. And I'm, like, don't look, don't look. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, he's yeah, there, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like the, the conversation that... Was that. Was that. Was that yeah. vibe exactly. I just thought that it was funny. That's funny. But Zayden cannot handle watching Dane. No. Like, I mean, he already doesn't like the guy, but then, like... Dane is unlacing her vest to see the relic and like... Which is very intimate, like we've already said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now from Zayden's view, like he is fuming. Absolutely. Like very protective. Yeah. Yeah. And he absolutely loses his mind when Dane and Violet kiss and he goes, how dare he kiss the mouth? He wouldn't bend a rule to protect. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Like what a sentence. Like what a... But right before that... Yeah. Dane grabs Violet's... Uh, face. face and he and Zayden's thought right before the kiss is no doubt he's pilfering through her memories to see if I interfered. Oh my gosh, that didn't even like I didn't even register that. I was so yeah. that's I was yeah. like what? Yeah, like I I forgot that that was even a possibility. And then I was like, oh my god, if that actually is what he was doing, or or even if it wasn't for those memories, but every time he grabs her face, he's yeah. going through her freaking head. I, oh my God. So I was waiting a really oh. long time to bring this up to you. And I'm glad you brought this up on your own because there are people on the internet who, after having read Fourth Wing, catalog every single time Dane and Violet touch. Mm-hmm. And they, because I believe... And but we've already established like my reading comprehension is <laughs> subpar. But I believe that the only way that Dane can access someone's memories is by touching their face, their temple, because that's how yes, he says it. That's in what one. he says. Yeah. But some people hypothesize that maybe over the course of the year, his signet powers get 
develop and he, you touch anywhere and he mm-hmm. can grab your memories. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But people catalog every single time that they touch and they are like, did he go in there? Did yeah. he? But to be honest, even if it, okay, let's say it doesn't count when he touches her arm or her shoulder okay. or whatever. Let's say it is just her face. He touches her face a lot. Yeah. I know. And you're going to notice it even more now going forward. And that's what, if that is what he's doing, like, what a snake. Like, I am so, I, so mad, Miriam. (laughs) I am so mad. What, like, it's just. It's going to get worse. (laughs) I know. I know. I have to compose myself. I, (laughs) the lines he is crossing, like, it, to. <laughs> I like can't even form thoughts. It's an invasion she, of privacy. It's a huge invasion of privacy. Yes. She is supposed to be one of his best friends. Like, how dare he cross that line? And like because uh, he cares is, about the rules more than he cares about anything else. It's obvious. But That's the answer. This, That's the answer. I don't yeah. If if it is in fact to check out the rules, but I feel like I'd have to go back and look at all the times he touches her face. Mm-hmm. Was it always directly after something that could have been like he wanted to snoop about rules? Like, I don't know that. I think he's just like, like he crossed the line of being overbearing. Maybe. Anyway, it's very upsetting. And this is all just based on a line that Zayden said. And like, technically, I wouldn't have read this yes, line reading the book. Read line, yes. So I wouldn't have known. Or maybe I would have like thought about it on my own eventually. But like, yeah. I, I it changes the game yeah so much yeah. and I'm just floored and so mad yeah but it's like not really spoilery because it's just all this is doing because okay chapter nine that I made you read that was spoilery that that, yeah, was, yeah. that no. was a big mistake this like we won't have to put a spoiler warning on this no I know that no no I'm just saying all this is doing all that line is doing is bringing to the fore something we already know. Mm-hmm. It's just reminding us. I know. So, but I had forgotten. No, but I know. The, that bit of information like changes the Dane Violet dynamic, Absolutely. like even more, like so much more. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Anyway, so then he kisses her. Yeah, and Garrick notes how green Zayden looks, and he calls him out, saying that in twenty years, I don't think I've ever seen you jealous before. This is such a great friendship, and I'm just so happy that we have Garrick in our lives. Like, yeah. he's just... All while laughing at him fully. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just like... There's Haha. no compassion. <laughs> <laughs> None. Because, like, he knows exactly what Zayden's feeling, and he's just, like, laughing at him. It's so funny. I love it. But you know what? Maybe he's, like, doing this the same way that Zayden kind of, like, embarrasses, quote-unquote, Violet to mm-hmm. propel her forward into action. Like, maybe this is Garrick's way of propelling Zayden into, like getting yeah. with Violet. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Maybe That's how I like, choose to believe it. Yeah, maybe he's He's not like, just making fun of him for the sake of making fun of him. Yeah, do something about it. Yeah, exactly. All right. Awards. Awards. Romance. There's no rule in this godforsaken college that would keep me from saving Bodhi's, Garrick, or Liam's life, and now hers. Yeah, Bodhi is his cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if I was saying oh, it correctly. <laughs> I love that name. Okay, I completely agree. I think that's beautiful. My most romantic line is Zayden saying he doesn't deserve to breathe the same air as violence. She's half his size and a thousand times braver. <laughs> I just get like so giddy and like a little <laughs> schoolgirl, and I'm just here like clutching my hands and I'm just like. Oh. <laughs> so funny award. Mm-hmm. He knows how much you dislike her and how often you stare. I will volunteer for every cold weather mission in existence if you. 
rude. <laughs> so yeah, the banter between Zayden and Sigal was just perfect. Yeah. My funniest line is when he calls her a pint-sized morsel of straight-up arsenic. I just thought that that was just great. What a string of words. I know, really. <laughs> Rebecca Yaros, you are a literary genius. <laughs> Spicy award. Not thinking about the best angle to kiss her either or what her perfect ass would feel like in my hands. I had that one at first, mm-hmm. but then like it would have been my spiciest line, but oddly the spiciest line for me is Dane fucking Atos has his mouth on my mm-hmm. violence. Yeah. I don't know. It's like not actually spicy. But- no, but it's like, it's almost like in that moment he, he is claiming his yeah. attraction to her. And I love it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please rate this podcast and leave a review. It'll help other people find us. You can follow us on Instagram at BookBoundPod and on TikTok at BookBoundBesties. Please tag us in your reaction videos if you're reading along with us. Or if you have literally anything to say, we just love talking to people in our DMs. It's yeah, really it's fun. fun. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please email us at BookBoundPod at gmail.com. Let's, Let's get, get to reading. reading.